Who am I? I have arms, legs and a body and a head. Now that could describe almost anyone. But what makes us special and unique? What makes us who we are? Hello, I'm Richard Fox from Messages of Hope. These questions are important and they can be difficult to answer. Stay tuned as I share some of the answers I've found which have given me peace with who I am. Who am I? It's either one of the greatest questions of all time or the start of a quiz question. I enjoy Who Am I quizzes, especially when you're given a series of clues to work out the answer. I remember doing Who Am I quizzes with the rappers from Fantail Lollies, eating a packet of Fantails with a friend and guessing which famous person had their biography on the wrapper was a lot of fun. Reading the list of what the person had done and why they were famous was interesting too. Whoever guessed who it was with the least amount of clues was the winner. The famous biographies often included things that they'd achieved, a list of their awards and maybe where they were from. It may have also included a bit about their family too. Reading these bios makes me think of what might be on my fantail wrapper. What would be my biography? Well, it might go something like, born in 1974 on a dairy farm in Lobethal in the Adelaide Hills, grew up in the Lutheran church and attended Lutheran schools, studied accountancy, was an active church youth leader and studied at Australian Lutheran College backpacked Europe and became an AFL field umpire. I'm the eldest of three children, married and have two children myself. I was the business manager at Lutheran Community Care in South Australia and the pastor at Wakery and Surrounds, and I'm currently the director of Lutheran Media. Well, amongst all that information, there are many stories of failure and success, happiness and sadness, struggle and enjoyment. Most of this information isn't well known, and it definitely wouldn't make me famous. Some might even say it's a little boring. What would you include on your fantail wrapper? How would it compare to mine? We all like to compare ourselves to each other these days, especially in the age of social media. It's the new way of trying to keep up with the Joneses. We might read someone else's post or see someone else's picture and think that their life is so much better than ours. We don't even have to be on social media to have these feelings. Comparing ourselves to others can make us feel insignificant and worthless and can cause us to lose hope. Something that's helped me with comparing myself to others, especially through my teenage years, was a poem my parents gave me called Desiderata. The opening lines gave me wise instruction and encouragement. It goes like this. Go placidly amid the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others, even the dull and ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. This poem goes on, but these opening words help prepare me for life's journey ahead. They taught me to value other people, treat them well, and not compare myself to them. Comparing myself to others either gave me an inflated ego because I thought I was better than them, or a depressed feeling of unworthiness because I thought I wasn't as good as them. By reading this poem, I could learn to be content with who I am and what I was doing, and that gave me a great sense of peace. You're listening to Messages of Hope. 
feel free to like our Facebook page, Messages of Hope, where you can also leave a comment and encourage others. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. Coming up, we'll look at how to find contentment and peace with who we are. I've been talking about identity and the struggle of comparing ourselves to others. There's a song in the Bible which I've found really helpful in helping me to come to terms with who I am. It's Psalm 139. You have looked deep into my heart, Lord, and you know all about me. You know when I'm resting or when I'm working, and from heaven you discover my thoughts. You notice everything I do and everywhere I go. Before I even speak a word, you know what I will say. And with your powerful arm, you protect me from every side. You are the one who knit me together inside my mother's womb. And I praise you because of the wonderful way you created me. Everything you do is marvellous. Of this I have no doubt. Nothing about me is hidden from you. I was secretly woven together deep in the earth below. But with your own eyes, you saw my body being formed. Even before I was born, you had written in your book everything I would do. This poem or psalm speaks of how God sees us and what he has done for us. God created me and knitted me together. My mum taught me how to knit and it's quite an intricate activity and can be very fiddly. It's a very tactile hobby that involves getting your fingers amongst the needle and the wool. Needless to say that what I knitted didn't look that great. But in this poem we hear that God is the one who puts us together. He knits us together in our mother's wombs. And God, being God, makes beautiful things. He knitted us together in his wisdom, love and intimacy. This means that we're very special. No matter who we are, we matter to God. Even when we don't do what God has asked us to do or neglect him or reject him, he still loves us and wants to care and look after us. Nothing is hidden from God. He even sees our insides and what makes us tick, including what we're thinking. He sees and knows us intimately. God cared for us from the beginning and hasn't stopped. Our days were already written in his book. Perhaps the most impressive way God has shown his care for us and how special we are to him is through his only son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is God's only son whom he loves, but because of his great love for us, he was willing to sacrifice him on a cross so that we could be set free. Because we do muck up, have bad thoughts and don't always love others as we should, we need God's forgiveness. Thankfully, because of his great love and for sacrificing Jesus on the cross for us, we are now free to live in a wonderful and loving relationship with God once again. Because of Jesus, we really get to see who we are, how special we are, and more importantly, whose we are. In Jesus, we find our own identity. We discover that we are a loved child of God. We belong to God, not like a possession or a thing but in a relationship with him where we can talk with him, listen to him and enjoy being in his company. I don't need a biography like the ones we find on fantail rappers to show me who I am or even make me famous. I'm famous in God's eyes. He knows everything about me and has made me his child in the biggest family of all time. Who am I? In Jesus I know who I am. I'm loved by God, saved by Jesus Christ and I'm his child. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. When we doubt who we are, we can easily fall into depression. For more about dealing with depression, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet, call 1-800-353-350. 
That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. And I look forward to being with you again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges. Music